When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth Shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make Shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. Step into the world of power, loyalty, and luck. I'm going to make him an offer he can't refuse. With family, cannolis, and spins mean everything. Now, you want to get mixed up in the family business. Introducing The Godfather at ChompaCasino.com. Test your luck in the shadowy world of The Godfather slot. Someday, I will call upon you to do a service for me. Play The Godfather now at ChompaCasino.com. Welcome to the family. No purchase necessary. VGW Group. Voidware prohibited by law. 18 plus. Terms and conditions apply. Okay, round two. Name something that's not boring. A laundry? Ooh, a book club. Computer solitaire. Huh? Ah, oh, sorry. We were looking for Chumba Casino. That's right. Chumbacasino.com has over 100 casino style games. Join today and play for free for your chance to redeem some serious prizes. Chumbacasino.com. No purchase necessary. Forward, prohibited by law. 18 plus terms and conditions apply. See website for details. The Out of Bounds Show is powered by the award winning golf courses at Dancing Rabbit Golf Club in Philadelphia, Mississippi. Good morning. Welcome in to the Out of Bounds Show, ESPN 105.9 The Zone, brought to you by the Premium Cigars at Havana Smoke Shop. Two locations for Havana Smoke Shop, across from Shaggy's at the Reservoir and I-55 North Frontage Road. And so they have Rocky Patel cigars, Liga Pravadas, La Florida Minicanas, Fuentes, just uh, Drew Estate, you name it. Oh, Olivas. Ah, wonderful cigars. Um, oh, Tatawahe's. I had a Tatawahe over the weekend uh, for 4th of July. It was wonderful from Havana Smoke Shop. So check that out today. This is ESPN 105.9 The Zone. Uh, we're streaming live on the Out of Bounds radio app and the thezone1059.com. Uh, we want to welcome in our friend, friend Steve Palazzolo, Pro Football Focus, PFF.com. He's got the NFL pod. They're running the analytics and all kinds of cool stuff. Uh, PFF.com, Pro Football Focus, NFL insider Steve Palazzolo on and Baker Mayfield's number one fan. He joins us on the Corona Premier Guest Line. How's Cape Cod, my man? It's going great. We went to the beach yesterday and everything. I got the, the in-laws live up here, and so it's uh, it's a nice spot to uh, to hang out for about a week. I like it. I like it. All right. Um, so Baker Mayfield is traded from the Cleveland Browns to the Carolina Panthers. Uh, you know this, Steve. This is Saints country, and so uh, they may, if he wins this thing, uh, face Baker twice this year. Uh, do you think it's a good move? What do you make of uh, Baker to the Carolina Panthers? 
You know, I've said before, I think I, I might not be Baker's biggest fan, but I think he's still worth at least a look for teams that are looking for franchise quarterbacks. So I know that I know that hurts the hopes for uh, for Matt Corral over there, but I think Baker's going to go over there and win the job and, and be the starter and, you know, have it, have another chance to kind of get back on track, right? He's got this weird career where he's played four seasons and two of them have been very good and two of them have been not very good. And his and they didn't go in order, right? It it was you know good, bad, good, bad, and it and it didn't necessarily mesh with the situation around him, right? Like one of his good seasons is when they lost OBJ, who's really good, you know. So there was and one of his bad seasons was when they had OBJ and a good group of receivers. So it, it there's a lot of stuff that doesn't necessarily line up and make sense in Baker's career. So it's just another another year to kind of see what he can do and I think if you're the Panthers the options are Sam Darnold the great Matt Corral but it's at least worth getting hey let's get Baker in here for a year for pennies on the dollar they're only paying him a few million dollars of his 18 and whatever it is so he's worth a look just to see could this guy mess in our system with our staff and in for the future wow so when he was healthy he was good um he may not have been great, but there were there were some Sundays he was really good. Um, he's been, you know, he's been in a dysfunctional franchise. You know, Steve, we've debated this with you a lot because we love talking QBs, and that is, what if this guy or that guy or that guy was paired with a Sean Payton, a McVay, and Andy Reid, right? I mean, he walked into absolute and total dysfunction and handled it pretty damn well, even though some people thought, you know, his attitude may have been a little this or that. All in all, when healthy, he played good. Your thoughts? No, I, I agree. So I, it, when there's a quarterback that I wasn't behind, right, because I was a Baker believer coming out, I did, you know, I thought he was the, the guy to take number one overall in 2018, even over Josh Allen, Lamar, and uh, Darnold and all those guys. So I don't want to go and just make, make excuses for him because we heard that we've heard excuses for guys like, say, Jake Cutler, throughout his entire career where it's like, well, he had 10 offensive coordinators and all that stuff. But Baker did have one year of Hugh Jackson as head coach. Uh, they had the Freddie Kitchens experiment for one year. That team was a train wreck in 2019. I do think Baker had good stability with Kevin Stefanski. I, I think the Browns organization, put the Deshaun Watson decision aside for a second if you can, as far, I do think the Browns have a much better foundation now than they did previously as far as the front office goes straight to the head coach and Kevin Stefanski. But it has been a bit of a roller coaster ride, at least in Baker Mayfield's career, over his four years. So, you know, I do think that uh, those are tough situations to, to play in. Um, and, yes, when healthy, Baker's been really good, right? I mean, there are some Browns fans that I talked to who were like, man, you know, this is the guy that actually took us to the playoffs, actually ended that curse, actually went and beat the Steelers in the playoffs. Whatever it's, for whatever that's worth, there are Browns fans that look at Baker Mayfield and say, hey, this guy was far better than anything we had for the last 20 years, and, and he deserves that respect. Um, so, yeah, that, I, I think it, it's just a fascinating situation. And then last year, Baker Mayfield playing hurt with a non-throwing shoulder, injured the entire time, but clearly affecting his accuracy, affecting his decision-making and everything he did. So um, curious to see what he's going to do now in Carolina, where the situation's not great, but the offensive line is getting better. The playmakers are pretty good. And, and you have a, probably a desperate coaching staff uh, with Matt Rule um, having to make some kind of progress as uh, Rule heads into year three over there. 
I have to tell you about this game-changing product I use before a night out with drinks. It's called Z-Biotics. Let's face it. After a night out with drinks, I don't bounce back the next day like I used to. And I have to make a choice. I can either have a great night or a great next day. And that is until I found Z-Biotics. Every time I have a Z-Biotics before drinks, I notice a difference the next day. Even after a night out, I can confidently plan on hosting this show and being awesome without worry. Look, I won't lie. I was a bit on the fence about Z-Biotics initially, but then while hanging out with friends over cocktails, I gave it a shot. And believe me, it is the real deal. Go to zbiotics.com slash OOB to get 15% off your first order when you use OOB at checkout. Remember to head to zbiotics.com slash OOB and use the code OOB at checkout for 15% off. Thank you, Zbiotics, for sponsoring this episode and our good times. Step into the world of power, loyalty, and luck. I'm going to make him an offer he can't refuse. With family, cannolis, and spins mean everything. Now, you want to get mixed up in the family business. Introducing The Godfather at ChompaCasino.com. Test your luck in the shadowy world of The Godfather slot. Someday, I will call upon you to do a service for me. Play The Godfather now at ChompaCasino.com. Welcome to the family. No purchase necessary. VGW Group. Voidware prohibited by law. 18 plus. Terms and conditions apply. Uh, Steve Palazzolo, NFL insider, pro football focus, PFF.com on the Corona Premier Guest Line. He's live from Cape Cod. And uh, so he's having a big time and enjoying the uh, the beach and beers and who knows what else, seafood and all kinds of stuff. Kind enough to take time out of his vacation to hang out with us. Um, when you Baker Mayfield healthy against Lamar Jackson's resume, talk to me. I, I would take Lamar after what we've seen here. I know Lamar, you know, still has room to grow as a passer, but, you know, he obviously has that MVP under his belt. And the thing about Lamar Jackson that I always say is because that rushing ability is so special and it's used, you know, like when it's used and he's part of the designed running game, it just makes the entire offense better. You know, you can go in and say Lamar is going to make our run game better. He's going to create more open throws because of his rushing ability and the ability to use play action off of that. Lamar is going to make your offense better. Uh, and if he continues to develop as a passer or puts together a 2019 season where he was just just pristine, you know, as far as accuracy goes and everything, then you've got something to work with there. My criticism of, a criticism of Baker Mayfield, I would say, is even when healthy, we haven't seen him elevate an offense yet. You know, so I could be his biggest fan, quote unquote, but I still need to see more from Baker Mayfield when the deck stacked against him from a, not necessarily from a personnel standpoint, but from a game flow standpoint, right? Like when the Browns are down a touchdown or two, have you, been, have you had faith that Baker Mayfield's going to bring them back? When it's one drive to win the game, whether it's against the Chiefs in week one last year, whether it's against the Packers on Christmas Day, Baker Mayfield had these opportunities. Hurt or not, he had these opportunities and didn't do great, hasn't done great in those situations. So, um, I would take Lamar Jackson over Baker Mayfield because the body of work's a little bit better. He's, uh, Lamar's elevated his offense. Baker Mayfield, as I've said, he's had two good years out of four. 
but we still haven't even seen him straight up carry a team, elevate an offense beyond maybe what they're capable of. And I think that's maybe the missing piece in Baker Mayfield's career to this point. All right, Steve Palazzolo, NFL insider on the Corona Premier guest line. Um, Baker Mayfield as the number one pick versus Jameis Winston as the number one pick. Uh, they could face off if this, you know, this could play out. Um, they could play against each other twice this year. Just uh, compare the two. Yeah, it's an interesting one. I mean, Jameis, Jameis hasn't really lived up to number one overall pick standards either. I've always been a Jameis believer, though, in the way in the way that he plays. His his incredible, uh, you know, extreme aggressiveness that that Jameis Winston plays with. I think if you can deal with some of the bad, there'll be one of those years where maybe the bad isn't as bad, you know, and, and all the aggressiveness comes to the forefront and all of a sudden Jameis Winston has this, uh, I always compare it to, you know, 2015, Carson Palmer was in the MVP race, even Cam Newton that same year, 2015, uh, mid-career Eli Manning when he kind of goes on those Super Bowl runs. I mean, there's a lot of similarities between Jameis and Eli, to be honest, as far as the aggressiveness, the high interception totals, but also, you know, a lot of yards, a lot of touchdowns. And if you just have that year where the bad decisions just aren't as bad, I think Jameis could put together one of those top 10 caliber seasons, maybe even better. Um, and, and again, that's different from Baker Mayfield, where I think Baker has been more, you know, in cap, uh, more within a system, played more within a system, whereas Jameis has been, Jameis has been the system, right? Wherever he's played, he's just been attacking. Um, we'll see what happens in New Orleans. He was a little bit more conservative last year, but I think it's you know two number one picks between Jameis and Baker. You'd like to see them have played better, uh, different styles, different strengths and weaknesses. But I do think both guys could uh, in any given year put together you know a really good season. But you're you're a proponent of of quote unquote letting it rip in the NFL. In other words, that you've got you don't have to be a gunslinger 100 percent of the time, and that's not where I'm going. But from what I've gathered over the last few years talking to you, you understand that just about all these teams are even, for the most part, in talent. And you believe in risk and letting your and letting it rip and 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 going for it uh several times throughout the game, throughout the season, when it comes to quarterbacks and whoever's calling the plays and coaching the QB. Is that correct? That, yeah, that is correct, especially especially when you have a middle-tier quarterback, of which I believe the NFL has a, has a plethora, right? We're having this intense discussion about Baker Mayfield and Jameis Winston, and every time I say something good, i got to say, yeah, but, you know, and, and, and that's the majority of NFL quarterbacks, right? They're, they're all good, but there's, there's a weakness or there's something else. Um, so when you're trying to separate as a team and, and you know, and, and elevate your team, when you have quarterback, you know, 11 through 25, who are almost interchangeable as far as results go, then I, I think the aggressive quarterbacks are better over time. I think dependency on playmakers is, is higher than ever. Uh, third wide receivers are playing more than ever right now. So taking advantage of those guys, taking advantage of, um, you know, in Jameis's case, uh, Michael Thomas and Chris Olave and some of their other playmakers, taking advantage of those guys um, by being aggressive and letting them make plays. That's how you put points on the board. Uh, there might be some turnovers along the way, but I think the aggressiveness over time pays off, especially if you have a middle-class quarterback. There's only so many quarterbacks in the league 
that you could fully trust to know when to throw the ball down the field, but also limit their turnovers. That's Brady and Rodgers and Breeze, and that's the guys that are the best. Right. Um, but all the other guys in the middle class, um, even Stafford, we'll call him upper middle class type of quarterback in his career, I think you want to lean on the aggressive side because you can seriously put some points on the board and, uh, and do some damage. Uh, we had a listener kind of freak out that you compared Jameis Winston and Eli Manning. I think what you were talking about is stylistically, correct? Stylistically, of course, yes. Eli, Eli. I mean, if you go through, of course, I know, I know where I'm speaking. I know where we are here. Mm-hmm. Um, I'm just, I'm just an ignorant northeastern person. You know, northeastern are here. <laughs> so, but, it, but let's be honest here. Eli didn't have a great career from start to finish, right? But they, he had those peak seasons. 2011 and 12, Eli was exceptional. He was incredible under pressure. They didn't have a good offensive line. He had a couple of good receivers in Ike Nix and Victor Cruz and, and then Mario Manningham, and he threw the ball down the field and was aggressive, and he put together these awesome seasons that were not in line with the rest of Eli's career. Let's be serious here. But he had them in him, um, and so he had some ugly seasons where he had a lot of interceptions and he had some rough, uh, rough years, but he had those really good years because of that aggressive style, not a conservative style. And that's why I think the Giants made those Super Bowl runs. All right. Life's better with American Family Insurance because our home policies help protect your dreams and come with peace of mind. Save up to 25% by bundling home, auto, and life. American Family Insurance. Get a quote, find an agent at amfam.com. Products not available in every state. Discounts may not apply to all coverages on an auto or home policy. Discounts do not apply to life insurance policies. Visit AmFam.com to learn how discounts may apply to you. American Family Mutual Insurance Company, S.I. and its operating companies, American Family Life Insurance Company, 6000 American Parkway, Madison, Wisconsin. It's time for today's Lucky Land Horoscope with Victoria Cash. Life's gotten mundane, so shake up the daily routine and be adventurous with a trip to Lucky Land. You know what they say. Your chance to win starts with a spin. So go to LuckyLandslots.com to play over 100 social casino-style games for free for your chance to redeem some serious prizes. Get lucky today at LuckyLandslots.com. Available to players in the U.S., excluding Washington and Michigan. No purchase necessary. VGW Group. Void were prohibited by law. 18 plus. Terms and conditions apply. Steve Palazzolo, uh, the number one uh, pro football site, pro football focus, PFF.com, joins us on the Corona Premier guest line. Um, are the Saints the, still the number one, number two team in the NFC South, or no behind Tampa Bay? I mean, I, I think Tampa Bay is one in the South, and then the Saints number two. I mean, if the Saints sweep them again, I also wouldn't be surprised. That matchup has been pretty bad for Brady and the Bucks, and really good for the Saints. Um, but yeah, I think the Saints have a chance to make a run. You know, they they had some turnover. You know, you lose a Teron Armstead at left tackle. You got to replace him with a rookie and Trevor Penning. So there is a few spots where you have some turnover. But you also brought in, you bring in Tyron Matthew, Jarvis Landry. You got Michael Thomas, Chris Olave. They have restocked the receiving floor. And I can't wait to see what a healthy Jameis Winston is capable of doing. You know, they were a few games into that. And he was kind of on the more conservative side. But, you know, he was. There was also the crazy Jameis plays in there where he's fallen over and he throws it up and one time it's an interception <laughs> and one time it's a touchdown. I mean, that was my favorite thing last year. You know, within four weeks, he had two passes while falling backwards and one was a touchdown, one was a pick. I mean, nothing sums up Jameis like that. Uh, but I can't wait to see that again in the same system with or without Sean Payton. Will they try to reel him in and become more of a distributor or will they let him chuck it down the field? And again, the Saints, 
might have the most variance in that division where they could actually make a run for the division or they could be a disaster because, you know, Jameis could throw sure. 25 or interceptions or whatever. So, but I think the Saints are behind the box absolutely in that division and they'll make a run for the playoffs again. What about uh, Chris Olave out of Ohio State, Michael Thomas together? Let's say Jameis is operating at a pretty high level. And Alvin. Oh, man. I mean, it's, it's a really good offense. You know, the offensive line has had a little bit of turnover, like I mentioned. But I think, you know, again, my theory is load up on playmakers. And, and we're assuming a healthy Michael Thomas. It's been a while since he's been out there. But he is, you know, this uber possession receiver. You know, he's going to move the chains. He's going to work that short and intermediate area. Alave can get, the, get down the field a little bit more. Another slick route runner. You're just going to have open receivers. And that's a, that's a good way to win in the NFL, having guys who can get open, move the chains. And if you have an aggressive passing offense, I think I think both Olave and Michael Thomas could have huge seasons, especially if Olave lives up to his hype. You know, the Saints traded up to go get him. Saints have a history of, of success when they target players. Um, so, yeah, I think the Saints did a really good job of keeping that roster intact, uh, despite, you know, they are always up against it with the cap. They had some turnover, but they got good players to replace some of their some of their good players that have gone on. I understand that Bill Belichick has the best resume by far and away and will um, in the NFL. However, if Steve Palazzolo could pick, could hire a coach today, um, any coach you wanted, anybody um, for your NFL team, who would you, who would you hire Steve? I mean, it would probably be Belichick, but I would still say like Andy Reid is a guy where I look because the quarterback position is so important and he had and Andy Reid has a history of no matter which quarterback you give him, he's, he's making the most of him from Donovan McNabb to Alex Smith to Patrick Mahomes and everybody in between. Uh, so Andy Reid might be the guy that I'm leaning on the most, you know, he's getting up there in age of course, but um, I think John Harbaugh is another guy that should be in the discussion. Uh, he's excellent. The Ravens. Yeah. Not because he, he doesn't, it's not because of any specialty, but because he's shown I think to be able to incorporate analytics in a sensible way to be able to restructure his offense around Lamar Jackson, like the Ravens have won consistently. And that might start with the front office too. It's a whole organization thing, but John Harbaugh has been a good facilitator of the Ravens strategy. And they've won games with Joe Flacco with Lamar Jackson, and they've shown the ability to always just be consistent and near the top, no matter what they have. Would Sean Payton be in your top? This podcast is sponsored by Cloud Optimizer. As a business owner or IT manager, are your cloud investment costs going up and you don't know why? It's time for Cloud Optimizer. As you migrate your business to the cloud, what you're spending and why you're spending it can get a little hazy. But Cloud Optimizer clears up the mystery and puts the cloud to work for you. Cloud Optimizer starts by analyzing usage patterns, right-sizing resources, leveraging discounts you may not be aware of, implementing automation, and much more. And by reducing unnecessary expenses and maximizing performance, Cloud Optimizer guarantees you a savings of five times what you spend for their service. As you utilize cloud-based services more and more, you don't have to lose sight or control of your spend. You can stay agile, streamline your costs, and optimize your performance, plus save significant money with Cloud Optimizer. Make the cloud work for you with Cloud Optimizer. Get a free assessment and find out how much you can save by going to cloudoptimizer.com. Go to cloudoptimizer.com for your free assessment. That's cloudoptimizer.com. Four or five, if you were... Yeah, I think so. I mean, the, the only thing with Sean Payton and even Belichick is 
seeing more of them not without their Hall of Fame quarterbacks, right? Again, not to – Belichick's forgotten more about football than I know, you know, and I, I feel like I know a lot about football. But we still haven't seen Belichick be great without Tom Brady. Mm-hmm. We've seen Sean Payton win a lot of games with Teddy Bridgewater and Taysom Hill and other quarterbacks. We still haven't seen it for this extended period of time. Now, you also have to give them credit for building Drew Brees, Tom Brady, and all that stuff. Sure. But that would be like the only thing that holds Sean Payton back, I think, is more evidence that, hey, he could win with any quarterback you give him, anybody you give him. I think he can do it. You just, you know, for me – I've seen it with Andy Reid. You've seen it with some other guys. You've seen Mike Tomlin win in all situations, no matter what. Um, and I think Peyton is, is close in that you know similar bucket. And McVay would be in the discussion for you outside of kind of the veterans that you just mentioned. And that, let's take out Belichick and Andy Reid and Sean Peyton. Is, is that, are you buying or, or like, Big coming off a, a Super Bowl win and and some cool things or where are you with with McVay? Are you all in or what's I think up? The, no, I think McVay deserves that credit. I think McVay honestly is in a similar bucket as Kyle Shanahan for me. And I know Kyle hasn't had the same kind of team success as Sean McVay, but it's close. And again, both guys that they they've won with the quarterbacks that they've had. Like McVay showed up to a terrible situation with the Rams, and they looked completely different the next year, 2017. Um, and then when they got Stafford, they won a Super Bowl. So I think McVay has this history of you you give him a little bit more and he's going to do something with it, whereas Shanahan has this consistent history, again, of elevating quarterbacks and lesser quarterbacks, right? Like Max, Matt Schaub, check out Matt Schaub's career numbers. Like they're legit career numbers. That's all. That's Shanahan and his system. Right. Uh, Jimmy Garoppolo, all these guys. Uh, with Shanahan, I think you just have to do more from like a game management standpoint, maybe take some of that off his plate. But – as far as guy I want running my offense, it's still Kyle Shanahan is is very very high up there for me. Have you heard? He, do you think Deshaun Watson plays this? I know I don't want to get bogged down in the whole thing. Do you think Deshaun Watson plays at some point this year? From all the sources that y'all have at PFF, my guess is yes. I, I, I'm you know, the fact that we've heard about a year long suspension and then coming out of the uh, the hearings, you you hear that you know they. The case wasn't great against them. They didn't do a good job of building the case against Watson and all that stuff. I don't know if it lands at eight games or ten games or something. Um, I also think the NFL is so cognizant of their of perception, right? They sure. will they will make a decision to make the public happy to make Twitter happy. Yeah, uh, to make Twitter happy because Twitter's real world, man. It's, it's real life. <laughs> that is where everybody resides. Huh. You know that's. Uh, um, the the NFL will make decisions to appeal to the Twitter people. Okay, we'll say. Um, so there is still a chance that it's like give them a year, deal with the negative PR, make the Twitter people happy, hope they forget about it next year. So that absolutely uh, could be the decision with Watson. I my guess I get would be somewhere in the middle, eight to ten games, and you know the NFL hoping that it blows over a little bit. All right, uh, one last question. We'll let you go. It's National Dive Bar Day. Is is there a cool dive bar near where you are in Cape Cod? Let me let me just say this. I, I stopped drinking a couple years ago, just, just the way things have gone for me. So I stopped drinking, but I met my wife in a dive bar. Did you uh, really? Yeah, in, in Lowell, Massachusetts, which uh, no longer exists. But uh, where I went to college, Lowell, Mass., and uh, that's where I met my future wife. So a little random Thursday night at Molly K's. 
in Lowell, Mass. That's, yeah, that's my sounds my like a dive bar. bar. Very cool. <laughs> yeah. All right, dude. Yeah, interesting spot. Hey, have a great time um, up at Cape Cod. And uh, thanks for, for jumping on and, and doing the post 4th of July hit with us today. It was great. Absolutely. Always a pleasure. Thank you, guys. All right. See you, buddy. Steve Palazzolo, Pro Football Focus, PFF.com. Pro Football Focus, PFF.com. He joined us on the Corona Premier Guest Line. It's uh, National Dive Bar Day. Um, we're putting together a, a heck of a prize pack. Tell us your favorite dive bar and why. In Mississippi, in Jackson, in the SEC footprint, wherever. Blake may have run into a dive bar in uh, Dublin or outside of Dublin. We've got some great ones in town, though. I mentioned earlier in the show uh, Finian's, which is awesome. Um, F. Jones. Uh, you got Hal and Mal's, CS's, uh, McBee's, and uh, many, many others. So, the text line is 601-885-3776. Brought to you by Ag Up Equipment and your next John Deere tractor. Lucky Land Casino asking people what's the weirdest place you've gotten lucky? Lucky? In line at the deli, I guess? Aha, in my dentist's office. More than once, actually. Do I have to say? Yes, you do. In the car before my kid's PTA meeting. Really? Yes. Excuse me, what's the weirdest place you've gotten lucky? I never win and tell. Well, there you have it. You can get lucky anywhere, playing at LuckyLandSlots.com. Play for free right now. Are you feeling lucky? No purchase necessary. Voidware prohibited by law. 18 plus. Terms and conditions apply. See website for details. Hey, guys, it is Ryan. I'm not sure if you know this about me, but I'm a bit of a fun fanatic when I can. I like to work, but I like fun, too. It's a thing. And now the truth is out there. I can tell you about my favorite place to have fun. Chumba Casino. They have hundreds of social casino style games to choose from with new games released each week. You can play for free anytime, anywhere. And each day brings a new chance to collect daily bonuses. So join me in the fun. Sign up now at ChumbaCasino.com. No purchase necessary. VGW. Void. We're prohibited by law. See terms and conditions. 18 plus.